0: there. Welcome to Everpals. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Everpals. Hey, Bogan, How's it going? It's going good. I'm super excited right now. Me too. A little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> nervous because we have a special guest today. We do.
1: We have Blaze
2: from YouTube. Yeah, go ahead and say hi, Blaze. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Appreciate that. Yeah,
0: thanks for coming on. It's amazing. Is this, is this your first podcast or... Uh, yeah, but I have some media experience. Yes, you did. Which, which uh, we definitely plan on getting into a little bit. Um, and we are big fans of your YouTube channel. Yep, watched them all.
1: <laughs> Most of them
0: <laughs> made comments I, uh, on a couple of them. <laughs> I uh, I definitely because I I am a rogue on Mangler, uh, and you are on Mangler as well. Um, so I've definitely seen you siloing around and. Uh, I've definitely followed some of your videos for some of the masks and uh, illusion clickies and stuff. So uh, it was really nice to have those have those available as a resource. Yeah, there
2: you go to the Alakazam site and it just gives you this text wall, but it really doesn't give you the context of how it actually happens. So you get right. this mask.
0: What uh what got you started in and like YouTubing, um, you know, specifically EverQuest stuff?
2: well a long time ago i actually used to work in the news i was a weatherman crazily enough but uh, my main job was editing so i was i probably edited hundreds of videos that went on the live broadcast and it really made it comfortable to go into youtube and start making videos there but i first started out just trying to record the fun adventures i had with my friends on p99 that's what it was and then I noticed a couple of videos really starting to blow up. So I guess I titled them different. They were a bit more interesting. People wanted to see them. Right. And I was like, hey, you know, you can actually make something out of this. This YouTube space is actually pretty good if you know what you're doing. And I've just been doubling down as of late. And I guess people really enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I think with the uh the addition to Mischief and Thornblade, um, I obviously yeah. Mangler was the twentieth anniversary, and I thought that was a big deal. No. You've got this uh, free trade server, no drops and random loot. And I think a lot of those people that have never played or haven't played in a long time, they're coming out of the woodwork and they you know, forget a lot of things. So any uh, any resource that's available to them, I think people have been just consuming all sorts of media.
2: Yeah, because the, the vast majority of the, the channels actually got me in like Rep Talks and uh, Level 1 Under, Under Cap. Before I made content, I binged them a lot.
0: Oh yeah, oh, Reptox the uh, the monk. I, yeah, I used to follow him Level quite a bit too. Con, yeah. I mean, too. And uh, I, I follow FC FC Seven as well on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah him. What server is he on? He's on a live server. Yeah, I think he's actually on FV or F- Furionave. Yeah, um,
2: there's not many people who cover TLPs. Most of the EverQuest is for this on youtube is project 1999
0: i think one of the biggest things that i've been noticing is uh you know like lack of like documentation um there's just some everquest is such a big broad variety of of knowledge and each class and you know how to do each epic how to do each or how to play each class what spells are great um that's something that's that's not documented so well and yeah obviously we have a great resource in youtube where uh the people that are you know spend their time editing videos is is very valuable to this community
2: yeah i love the depth that's in this game it's hard to find that in many others there's so many little intricacies to this game because of weird mechanics and i love the parts especially when it gets broken like some player somehow found some weird mechanic and it completely broke the game, and they had to patch it a day later. Like no one expected that.
0: Yeah, uh, they they fixed the uh, or what they do hot fix the the uh, the bard bard? turn-in quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. The, Quino's there.
1: Yeah, I was on uh, Thornblade when that happened, and they said the bards are taking a break or something like that. And when they came back, I think you could do it once
2: now, and that's it. Like, have you guys heard of Shaker paging? I'm not familiar. Nope. So, do you know that earthquake proc sword that comes from the hole? It drops oh, off. We, the we do know that one. Oh uh, yeah, uh, the Earth o- shaker. shaker. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it does the AOE nuke or something. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about when they used to uh, patch that back in POP or like original. Yeah, I, I think there's a video of it of um,
2: some person pulled everything in Plane of Fire, like a really popular grouping zone, Great Experience, yeah. pulled everything, and I think they threw a slow on themselves and put on a repost discipline. It was like a warrior or something. Yeah, yeah, curious. curious. And when you do that, I guess the proc rate just goes insane. It just annihilated like 200 mobs maybe. I could be exaggerating, but it was... It did basically crash the server. It was that bad, <laughs> having that many procs go off simultaneously.
0: Wow. Yeah, people used to use that to to farm AAs, I believe. So there's just
2: insane stuff you can do in this game that I don't think the developer is planned on. Like, how the heck did they do this?
0: Well, um, I was going to ask you how'd you how'd you originally get into request Like, uh, yeah. did you play? What, like- did you play live or?
2: Well, here, I can start out with a interesting tidbit.
0: Okay. EverQuest actually taught me literacy. I learned how to read, write, and type because of this game. I, I think I can say the same. I, I type way better because of this game, and yeah. I know a lot of, uh, you know, I can actually recall a time where I took a reading test, and the a bazaar was on the reading test, and I, you know, obviously I could correlate you know, one of the other. Bizarre. Yeah
1: you know <laughs> i was already 20 when i started playing so my reading comprehension was pretty you know up there at that point
2: so i was like 6 or 7 when this game came out but my dad got in i just used to watch him play back in the original era and he eventually let me create my own character i didn't i wasn't literate at this point and i remember just hating school english is a horrible class for sure but after playing this i uh, let me take a step back. My dad made a macro for me. He said, every time you get into a group, click this button. Young kid doesn't know how to type, but he knows how to tank well. <laughs> so that worked well. Well,
1: <laughs> little disclaimer before you started. That's good. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, back then it took a long time to level up. So over the course of, I guess, a few months, I got up to 51. And uh, you learn. You, you learn. This game made learning literacy way more fun than English class. And I remember every test I had after I just destroyed the, when you're speaking to adults as a kid, right. You know, when, when you're fifth grade English classes, how do you spell minute or something like that? You know? Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, oh, go ahead. oh yeah, go, go.
1: Um, so, you know, did you play, on live for long or is this something you play for a long period of time or did you stop and then come back at the tlps
2: i mainly just went with how my dad did so he stopped around probably eldon we went oh, okay. to everquest 2
1: that's a good time to stop. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah long hiatus um yeah. Yeah. and I, the nostalgia bug started to hit once i watched those rep talks videos and stuff probably around like okay. 2018 2019 and it's so, a you know what, I really miss the bard class. I, I remember how cool it was back in the day. I want to see what it's like. So I gave P99 a whirl, and that's when I started my channel. So,
0: so when you were playing on live, what, what server did you play on? Talk. Bertox. 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 And then uh, you said you are you were a tank. Did you play warrior, or did you play, like, Shadow Knight Paladin? Yeah, I had a, a barbarian
2: warrior. Deleted it when I got to 51 after a while, and made a bard. I guess that's how I first got started in it. So you've been okay. playing Bard basically your whole career. Yeah, and, the, and EQ2 as well. At EQ2 playing Bard there actually is what made me want to go back to live, back to the original game, because that class is such a shell. The The Troubadour and Dirge class are a shell oh, okay. of what they used to be back
0: in EQ1. They're so bad in comparison. Poken, did so you I ever sh- play EQ2? No. and I never I, touched I, it either. I missed out on WoW as well, so... Um, I I do want to preface this uh, podcast by saying like um, before Yarnex and I started doing this podcast, we had talked about, you know, what kind of content we wanted to put out. And specifically, I know Yarnex had mentioned he wanted to go through each class and kind of do like a big breakdown and a deep dive into, you know, um, what it means to be a warrior, how to be good at, at the class, how to be, bad at the class and, and kind of how um, they
1: progress throughout the expansions and stuff.
0: And, uh, when it came, we, we brought up Bard so many times. Um, and I'll tell you what, that's one class that neither of us have ever played. Nope. Well, Bo- both of us ultimately super respect, but have absolutely no clue what they're all about.
1: I know they do things and I kind of know like what those abilities are called. And, you know, having watched your video about BARD, I kind of, I know more, but, you know, it's always great to go to the source of this knowledge and, you know, learn more about it. And I
0: think it'd be good for everybody to hear. I think I just need, that's why I started this BARD. Uh, I actually started one today, Um, but I started this BARD just because I've never even put a melody macro together, let alone used it, you know, so. (laughs) Yeah, you want me to take over? Yeah, you go ahead.
2: I think bards arguably have the highest skill cap, this highest skill curve of all the classes in EverQuest. Very close, meaning being enchanter nearby. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? What do you guys think?
1: I mean, I've uh, seen enchanters do their work and just like bards. Um, I, I typically play like a warrior or a, like a pure caster class. Um, and seeing bards and enchanters do their work, I sit back and like, wow, that looks like a lot of work. Uh, I'm fine just attacking this one mob and, and keeping it an aggro on me. Um,
0: but I agree. Yeah. I mean it's that not to say is is probably the highest skill cap. I know mm-hmm. enchanters they you know you need to be quick. Uh, you can't like leave your camp. Um but I think I think bards have more abilities. Actually, I think they improve as the expansions go along, and I think Definitely. enchanters kind of get gets get, get stale. The other a little way. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Because it's not to say other classes, there's nothing to them. Like, I learning how to candy dance on a shaman. And it's, it's, that's like a little bit of a skill curve there. But right. it only takes you maybe a minute to pick that up. Right. You got a huge spell book for bard, and they have so many different abilities. It's kind of weird what they can do. Like, here, like I'll give you two things that are really strange that only maybe 1% of bards actually know about. Super secret info coming in. Okay. So this first one... I've never done it, but this is a strategy on P99. So there's some... So V-Shan's peak, there's some locked doors. And on P99, bards don't have as high of a lockpick skill. So only rogues can pick those. Okay. What if you want to pull a mob on the other side of the door and you don't have a rogue? What do you do?
0: Mm, you slash tar and try to target him through the, the door. And then, what, cast a spell on him? It won't work with line of sight, though. Those
2: spells okay. need line of sight. AoE spell. No, they're too far away.
1: Um, you send a tell to a rogue?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this is one of the weirdest things I've ever heard of. Bard lull spell to get like level seven or something. It right. doesn't require line of sight. You just need a target. So what bards would do is they would use their singing Steel Helm to cast Iazom. And when you have that little eyeball up to a door, you can finally get a target on the other side. Mm-hmm. You get a target on the mob. And normally the Lulls would land. If they land, they're not going to grab aggro. But some Bards intentionally had a full set of anti-charisma gear because if you get a critical resist on Lull, it will pull aggro. So their Bards were literally rocking around 10 pieces of anti-charisma gear in the inventory slapped it on go cast low on a mob on the other side and bring it through wow it's weird
1: now since you don't have line of sight it would be a single pull
0: right or would you get um whatever's get nearby magro?
1: oh nearby okay
0: yeah that's a that's the weird thing about bards because uh it was must have been gates of discord that uh i learned that less mana is better for a bard and i was like how's that how does that make sense how does how is that even possible and then, obviously, they explain that, you know, uh, you want to reach on your mana fast so you can you can fade more often. And Yeah, ever since the patch. And that and just sounds crazy. Like, every other class, you want more mana, more mana, more endurance, more hit points. But for bards, you're just like, no, 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 thank you. I can't have that piece of armor because it has uh, 50 or 100 or 200 mana on it. It
2: used to be like that because um, the fading memories ability, basically, a bard's feign death. Right. It used to cost a flat amount. So it was like nine hundred mana and then four fifty, something like that. But then there was a patch that made it go percentage based. So twelve percent, six percent. And that made it so that yeah, your smaller mana pool actually helps you recover it quicker.
0: Um, do you know do you know why uh they patch bards like that? Or was it just like uh they were overpowered with their their fade or
2: the patch notes seem to indicate that it wasn't intended for fade to be used to that degree. So of, I, right. It, it I, was meant to be costly. And as knowledge of the game has progressed, Bard started to stack more mana regeneration gear to the point where fate, it was usable so often that I guess they considered it to be broken.
0: Just uh just like every other thing that they they've nerfed right. in the game. Uh, I remember so I played I played very, very, very long time ago, like a uh, classic EQ. Um and I remember bards used to have the endurance regen spell that yes. they don't even have in the game anymore. Um they I remember I remember having bards do uh being logging into dreadlands and having the zone crash because a bard <laughs> had four hundred mobs on him and just kiting you know in giant big circle <laughs> and they you know obviously that that's been nerfed now as well but uh just back in the day that that stuff was like beautiful to watch
2: i mean yeah i did it um but honestly that old school p99 version isn't as good as the later AoE that bards got on live now what uh,
1: a long time or something or it just it doesn't work as well
2: your dots are only doing maybe a hundred damage and right. you're beating mobs right. down that have 5k. It takes a while. Right. There's a lot more room for error. Whereas later on, they like there's a spell called Denon's dirge Den's Desperate Dirge. You get it like the 40s. Okay. It's an AoE nuke that burns mana. It used to be this thing had unlimited targets. Now it's only five. Oh. But oh. you could pull the whole entire zone never even need to get close to it. Like with uh swarm kiting mm-hmm. and just nuke it all down. Huh. So bards would actually go find AOE groups like in the deep, right. sneak up on their poles and just <laughs> burn all their mana bar on it and just steal all experience. And that was something people had to live with.
0: Right. Couldn't do anything about it. I, uh, I, I specifically remember, you know, the, uh, Yeah, having like fancy the bard and stuff they they kind of like i would say like politicized or or made bards into that class where you know they had like a negative connotation around them and then you you know like i said you'd log into dreadlands or something and you see just a bard just kind of like game breaking you know the zone and, and swarm kiting everything um i think it's a little bit different now but i still think like obviously bards are we're in, we what TSS right now on Mangler server, and yep. they just got a, a new dot that is like putting them towards the top of parses. Are you, uh, are you parsing really well on Mangler? Or? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's actually an ability we get in
2: Planes of Power. It's an AA ability we used to pull, but it normally breaks. Uh, how do I put it? It's a pocket mana burn you can use every 17 seconds. <laughs> So it burns endurance, but if it when it does break, it's usually 15k. But it can Critic for 45.
0: That's just ridiculous. That's not broken, is
2: it? <laughs> the thing That's is, though, over time, other classes DPS abilities come up to par. So it's only like a one-time, one to two expansion
0: thing. Because so I I play a rogue on, on Mangler, and um, I'm not backstabbing for 45k. You know, <laughs> like not not even close. Uh, Most days, so. But uh, on our last raid, man, it was,
2: uh, we went to Frost Crypt. This other bard in our guild, the number one was a
0: monk, and the number two was a bard with like 600k damage. I didn't even know how you did it. Wow. Are are you saying that that bard is better than you? Because I refuse to believe it. (laughs)
2: That's right. I
0: don't know. I'm I'm not the best. I I definitely do see some bards that know what they're doing. A little bit better than me. Yeah. So so uh Bard is the best class in EverQuest, true or false? Uh ooh, 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 hesitation. Mm, the druid, it's druid. Oh there you go. <laughs> I thought That's I lies. thought you just made a video saying yeah, that. Yeah, you just made a video
1: saying you hated druids. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I think it's not so much what class you play, I think it's just more about how you play it. Because yeah. you definitely know who's good and who's not. Like, there are some classes that have a connotation, they just don't get invited in groups like druids, necros, rogues. rogues, But if you can show you know what you're doing, if you make a reputation for yourself on a server of your pro player, I don't think it matters what class you're playing. People are going to bring you.
0: Right. That's his uh, workaround saying that bards are awesome. Yep. That's what I heard. Very very political. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So. So let's start. You know, obviously we're on on Thornblade with you. What what made you choose Thornblade over over Mischief?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, oh, population. Oh, population.
2: Okay. I I thought it was gonna be less crowded on Mischief. Like you're gonna try to log in on Mischief and you weren't gonna be able to get on.
0: I uh, I I was uh, familiar with uh, Zade God. I don't know if you're are too familiar with him. but. uh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I knew that he was going to go on mischief and I feel like he was going to have a lot of lackeys following him. So I was like, no, thank you. I don't want to deal with all the trolls and, and stuff like that. So Thornblade was a, a good choice. I've, I've been having fun on Thornblade. I think the community has been great over there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, I really enjoyed it. It's, uh, I, I think the game was a lot of its magic. The later on the expansions go like those first few are, I think are the
0: most fun. I think. Well, we just ran into something the other day, and we'll probably touch on this in a in a different podcast. But um, we were in Timor's Deep, and we had a name spawn. And with this random loot, you know, we we did a quick little Google on what the what the mob was going to be able to do. You know, how how hard he hit. Nothing really like popped out at us. He was a little bit higher level, so we were like, "Hey, uh, I think we could take him." But then as we're fighting this guy, he's like casting choke on us and we're like, "Where? what the hell? This is not in his in his repertoire, you know, like we're we're like, where is this coming from? And then come to find out, obviously, he had a different loot from uh, his characters around his level range. And he had like a whip and and, uh, things that procced and he just became like instantly badass, which is Crazy to think about because, uh, you know, we weren't planning on on having to deal with uh, with a you know caster or quoter or anything like that. And and this ex, this new server is is changing the way the gameplay is uh, meant to be done. You know. Yeah, like you can't go off Alakazam or the no. the the text guides there. And
2: two with the free trade system, like you'll see a bunch of stuff. Oh, this is no trade. Uh, it is here. It's it's really different here.
1: Now, do you have intentions of raiding on Thornblade, or are you just kind of feeling things out right now?
2: I'd like to check it out if I can, but, you know, real-life responsibilities mount up. Mm-hmm. you only got so much time. Oh, I hear that
0: all too well. <laughs> yeah.
2: So are you kind of balancing your
1: time between uh, Mangler and Thornblade, or...?
2: I just mostly raid log now on yeah. Mangler, but almost all my time is spent on Thornblade. And largely, too, because I think that's more what people want to see in the YouTube space, I, right. I noticed sort of the people tend to drop out after your Eldon expansion. Uh, not as many people played that era, I don't think. They, a lot of people left
0: EverQuest at that point. Oh, for sure. Uh, everybody enjoyed POP and then what WoW came out in live uh, yeah. and EverQuest 2 became a thing and uh, you know people just didn't get to experience those expansions. That's one of the things I really like about Mangler is I'm going through content that I've never seen before and it's fun to, you know, get to learn and see all the new abilities and, and try to like hone my skills a little bit.
2: I mean, yeah, that was the point. I, I love it too. Cause um, I, I never actually got to experience those first couple of expansions. Cause I, I played, I probably started when it was uh, luckland, Lukeland uh, when I was with my dad and then, When I went on P99 it had been in Velius for like a year or two, I never got to experience that first initial rush. It's really, if anybody hasn't seen that, hasn't got to experience that in EverQuest, really got to try it out. There's nothing like it.
0: Totally. Oh, yeah, for sure. Running into Negafin and Vox uh, for the very first time is just a memory that a lot of people, you know, really hone on to. But I mean, even the population, just seeing these servers that are just packed, it's amazing. Well, we've been we've been going to some zones and doing some camps that uh, you've been doing as well. Uh, we've actually yeah. we we're discussing this that we kind of followed the same path, yeah. and they were like some dead end zones that uh, had, didn't have a lot of action. It was still kind of sad to see because if you think about back in the day, you know, playing classic. I know uh, Yarnx and Yarnex had some good uh, memories of playing in High Pass or High Keep, high keep and. Yeah. And, you know, we were there and we were the only group there. And, you know, you run into one person on Thornblade. It's a little sad, but uh, it's still nice to know where these camps are and and, and be able to uh, enjoy them, you know, a little leisurely, I think. I agree with you there, because when I was initially leveling
2: up on the kana side, it was just abandoned. Mm-hmm. And I think what people have done is they've tried to favor the optimized leveling pathways. Right. But that's not where the fun in
0: this game is. It's the journey. It's not necessarily getting to max level. What what zones are you enjoying? Like, obviously, in Classic and, and now Kunark. Any zones you plan on on hitting or staying away from? I really like some of the dungeons where it takes some skill to know how to get around.
2: Yeah, Like like Chardok or Guck or Seblis. There's some of these zones that are so convoluted. But if you know how to get around them, you're like a...
0: I'm your trailblazer. I'm your guide. Just people love it. <laughs> uh, we were hanging out in Split Paul just recently. We yep. were hanging out in Runny Eye. Uh, Runny Eye. Yep, we did a little bit of, of time down there in Runny Eye. And uh, going to those zones that uh, neither YarnX or I have ever, you know, efficiently grouped in was a lot of fun for us anyways.
1: Yeah, Runny Eye was really interesting. It's, uh, it can get out of hand down there really quick.
2: Yeah, I've never really done Running Eye I I remember running through it once and
0: that zone, even with maps, is so confusing. I I didn't even know what the heck I was doing. Some developer in 1998 was like, I'm going to make this zone awful for people to hang out in. (laughs) It's just four levels
1: and with each level, I guess, progressively harder. And then you just have these random evil eyes stuck in there where the goblins are like upper teens and this... Uh, evil eyes like um, tw- upper 20s to 31 and just wreck your day.
0: Absolutely. So uh, yeah. I know Yarnax had a question for you about your, your character names on Thornblade.
1: Yeah. So you have quit EverQuest and don't play. And I remember long ago I was searching for gear for Flexen. That's uh, um monk. And I said, you know, what's a cheap, way to get some magical gloves and i remember i didn't know who you were then but you said that you got some cheap gloves down in the kanos aqueducts at level three right yep yep yeah that was so that was you and like that was before i even knew who you were and i was like quit everquest what kind of hell what the hell name is this and uh what, what made you choose the name quit everquest
2: i just love silly names yeah i i remember once seeing uh There was an enchanter on P ninety nine whose name was Quit, and he went troll illusion. He was like soloing in Skyfire, and then I showed his full name, Quit Everquest. I just started (laughs) laughing so hard. And then when I try to put Quit in, just Quit, it's a denied name. You can't do that. But for some reason, you can do Quit Everquest. So that. (laughs) But I think it gets funnier. When you're at sixty in your rating, because you know they're gonna call your name out in Discord right. for instructions, and I, I just, I'm gonna get a big grin over my face, I'm like, "Quit EverQuest, get off the mob now." <laughs> uh,
0: I, uh, I started my bard. I named him Tootin, uh, and I think that's also gonna have a funny connotation when you're in a raid. Hey, Tootin, go pole, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've
1: named uh, so we have Flexin the monk. Uh, Sloan the Shaman, Pally the Paladin, and Druish the Druid.
0: Which um, I, 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 I saw that you're doing what Shaman Monk as well, which is the two characters I'm playing right now. Um, what what kind of picked your choice to go ahead and do that just because of how OP they are later on? Or it's uh, what I'm experiencing on Mangler is when you get
2: on these later servers and most people attrition you mm-hmm. almost can't get anything done. So it, as much as I love my bard, I can't really play him that much. Whereas at least if you two box, you got a, a, a solid setup, you can right. get many things done and you can even make groups around yourself. But right now, if I was going to do two classes, I would pick a tank and I would pick bard. Tank, because I think... you just can't find any there's no tanks on so if you had a tank you could because there's plenty of healers but just tanks are in so short supply and then you can't really find any crowd controllers and pullers in a, a single combo right crowd controlling seems to be like the next big hitch of a group of pulling you have to do it kind of with reckless abandon because there's nobody can mez
0: well when you get good at a monk you know pulling is uh Easy peasy, am I right there, Yarnax? Yeah, you're making it look good. We don't have any crop
1: control, but you know we're always like just one or two mobs in camp at a time. Handled yeah, going
0: well. slow, going slow, but you know the group works. Our group makeup, anyways. We had we had sat down for a little bit and and really grinded out what would be the best uh, four box group to yeah, do. Yeah, I did
1: my late night research in bed on my phone, looking <laughs> through the forums, trying to decide what the optimal group was, and then last minute changed everything. Right.
0: Yeah, uh, last minute deciding you did not want to be a monk and I couldn't be my shadow knight and you know, ruining everything. And but then if- I
1: didn't want to be a shadow knight. I want to be a paladin, and uh, you know all the memes that come with that.
0: Well, which uh, you know, I asked you, bard's the best class, uh, paladin worst class in EverQuest, true or false?
2: <laughs> oh. mm, I was considering them actually. I, I actually like paladins the most out of the tanks. They're the worst DPS, yeah. but yeah. res and their Fair their life. utility to groups is so much higher than SKs and warriors. Like, if I wasn't going to roll a cleric in my group, I'd want a paladin. I like that. And man. as well for crowd control. Right. I mean, Shadow groups. Knights have to break mez when mm-hmm. they cast their aggro abilities, whereas a pally doesn't have to do that. A pally can rip aggro without breaking a mez, which is something I really love. Yeah, if um. you
1: don't have CC in the group, paladins can uh, root and back them off. You know, Shadow Knights can't do that. But then again, Shadow Knights can feign death and help split pull and all that kind of stuff. So, But with our group having the res, since we had uh, Monk, Shaman, Druid, uh, we didn't have a res. And that's come in handy a couple of times.
2: Especially, I remember in Classic era, in the original era, paladins were very valuable. For all the ray targets that death touched, because oh, right. clerics run out of mana quick.
0: Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, paladins have their their uses, but uh, they're so few and far between. It's it's even hard to find yeah. uh, find one that knows what they're doing half the time. You know, you
1: like when they cast blind on the mob and it runs away. About. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, like x Yeah,
1: <laughs> Pally. Yeah, just I mean, that <laughs> until level twenty eight. Like you don't get a stun until level twenty eight. Um, in Classic and Kunark, I think it's not until Lucklin where we get like the lower level stuns. But uh, Flash of Light is the only way to grab aggro. And as long as you're within melee distance of the mob that you have blinded, they're not going to run away. But as soon as you get out of melee distance, they take off. It's bad news.
2: How good does it work? Because I remember using it on P99.
1: It works fairly well. Like So the monk, if he pulled and didn't feign death, um, it's hard to rip aggro, but once he's staying death, I can, I don't know. Pokemon, what do you think? Uh, I can hold aggro pretty well.
0: Yeah, I think nowadays, plus you know, the invention of the uh, augs. Yeah, Sun og helps uh, also, but
1: I'm not having much trouble with aggro. It's, if we get more than three mobs in camp, then yeah, I'm going to have some issues because I don't have that AoE um, aggro. You know, I can't just blind them all because if one rips off, then we're screwed. Mm-hmm. But it works out pretty well. Um, yeah, I checked, I think it was yesterday, you know, how each class gets their own chat channel. There were mm-hmm. 12 paladins on the server. So, oh. <laughs> it's pretty bleak. But, you know, I, I made that paladin based on that because I knew that it was a free trade server and this paladin gear is going to drop just like the other gear and I'm going to get all kinds of stuff. I mean, this is going to be rotting. People just be handing it out. Give me a full set of deep water... Um, because nobody wants it.
2: I think Pallies have some of the coolest clickies, too. Like, I, I love the Ghoulbane. I love, they have oh, that invulnerability yeah. hammer from Greek's End that yeah. makes them the best off-tank for raids. They have, I like the, the shield of the Deep Seas that Stalwart, remember that one? It's mm-hmm. an Erudite Paladin, though. Yeah, I didn't go Erudite.
0: I went oh, half-elf.
2: It's just that's such a rare combo, erudite paladin that like they sell for five plat.
0: <laughs> like yeah. being able to see uh, at nighttime. Exactly. Yeah. And, and also starting. To start and, yeah. Yeah. Intox. And <laughs> but
1: funny bard story. Um, so when Pokin made his shaman, made Sloan, He we wanted to all be a good race, so he made barbarian, and to help him make the trek all the way to Freeport, um, I leveled up a bard in Kanos to level five, so we can uh, get get cellos. And we made the journey, no deaths.
0: Yeah, absolutely amazing decision to make the make the bard and use celos and and get on through, uh, you know, Wrath Mountains and Lake Wrath and everything.
2: Oh, you took the long way.
0: We, we, we took- thought it'd be safer because otherwise we'd be
1: going through. Um, we were worried about going through Runny Eye. Or well, what was the other way that we were worried about? High Keep. High Keep. We were, in both of those places. We were worried about getting through, because especially high keep, you're like, there's only one way to go, and you have to go through mobs, and we didn't have any invis pod or anything like that.
0: So it was this is day ra- one, too. I've, I'm pretty sure I was the first barbarian in, on Thornblade in the East Commons tunnel, so. Yep. <laughs> um, So, back to bards a little bit. I, yep. uh, I know bards, um, their plate class, and I know in Classic and Kunark, and maybe even a little bit in Velius. Uh, you kind of let the plate gear go to the warriors, to the shadow knights, to the paladins. Uh, have you had any trouble being a bard and having to fight and get you know plate armor, or is that like a thing of the past? You know, uh, in later expansions.
2: I got in trouble once for it, so I saved up a bunch of DKP. And um in Velius, we defeated, I think, Ralisak or something, the idol. Okay. And I, I got that BP off of him. I had I bid outbid all the warriors.
0: Yeah, and our field leader got furious with me. It was like, you need to let that go to so people can use it more. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. I know I having to deal with the clerics and, and everything, it's it's mm-hmm. a it's a tough gig being a bard and having that plate ear, But yeah, you know, it's your DKP uh yep. in Palace we have a you know bid like you want it kind of of uh theory so silent auction
1: uh dkp yeah you
0: do but i've also found
2: in, it it's better to wait because uh the, later on of an expansion the items go for half off oh, yeah. like i got a full set of the armor and serpent spine for maybe like 500 dkp out of our 2000 cap
0: Right. Hmm, th- that's how much I spent on just my breastplate alone.
1: Yeah. And I got the same breastplate. How much did you bid on that breastplate?
0: Like 530. I got it
1: for 201.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's sad. It's sad to see. Yeah. sad to see. The boy Yarn X has a nice breastplate now. <laughs> um, so I, you know, my familiarity with, with Bards comes from, they're not so great in like classic and Kunark, but Once Velius and and Luckland start picking up, that's when they get all their cool songs and they start doing like really badass things. Is that true or is that a a misconnotation?
2: They really pick up in Kunark because they don't have a mana song really until then. Okay. But I definitely enjoyed playing them a bit more in Planes of Power. Prior to that, all your, if you're to pull, you have to do it manually. You have to break your melody every single time. Whereas once you hit planes of power, you get two A abilities that don't have to break melody. You can just pull without dropping your songs. makes it a lot more convenient. And Fading Memories, of
0: course. right, Is is pulling like the staple of a bard now? Um, If you have a bard in your group, you're going to be the puller. Or would you prefer a monk, or does it split? Like, do you guys split turns, or...? So, playing monk on Thornblade, bards are
2: just way quicker. They have a lot more tools to split up pulls without having to wait for aggro resets and stuff. They can really handle it all themselves, and right. even if it goes bad, they can mess it. Whereas, your fain death fails and you're in camp, good luck, right. <laughs> they're just going to have to handle it. Yeah, click that, mend really fast. Right.
1: Well, no, you just dumped all the stuff on the group.
0: That's but true. yeah,
2: you got all the tools to pull and you got the tools to fix it if it goes wrong.
0: Yeah. With the uh, with the invention of the Bard Epic and Kunark, uh, that changes the game a lot, though, doesn't it?
2: More so on P99 than on live. Like, I still hmm. use it till Planes of Power. But on P99, where there's hard you have to use an instrument to play this song having the epic that qualifies as all instruments is big and as well as it it modifies actually mana regen on p99 a bard with an epic actually regens more mana than one
0: without on that server but on live it doesn't matter because i my familiarity with the uh with the bard epic is that it just plays every instrument that's that's true, right? It makes
1: every gives a modifier yep. to each
2: type of instrument, right? But it even modifies you have the singing skill. The epics pretty much the only thing that modifies that until planes of power.
0: Right. How And that's how, like your mana song and stuff. How do, so I've like I said I've never played a, a bard before. How how do I know which instrument I need uh to play a song? Does it just like come up or should I know um because I know most most of the birds have to have like a flute, um, a, a drum, you know, whatever. But uh, I I'm not sure how you differentiate, you know, what you're gonna use at what time and what's best for everything.
2: It's in the spell description. It's just like
0: this is an evocation
2: spell or divination abjuration. It's, like it's just like that. Yeah. It's, it'll tell you. Um, some songs are worth boosting and others aren't, though. And it, in general. I think it's percentage songs. It doesn't matter, but the ones that actually have flat numbers, it does. So like your slows are percentages. They don't really, it doesn't make them any better, but okay. your dots that do have like, okay, so this is going to do a hundred band damage base. But if you have a drum, on, I'll do 150
0: like those. It does. Are yeah. you constantly bandoliering? Yeah, like, or?
1: And something to that, um, do these benefits stack? So can you have your epic and then have a a drum and then
2: do the stack? Only the best modifier takes effect. Okay. So if you have your epic, which is say a one modifier and you have a drum that's a two modifier, only the two, the two modifier will take effect. Cool. Now bandoliers, I used to use them a lot until planes of power because when you get armor that has instrument mods on it and the instruments just aren't as good anymore after it's much more irrelevant your 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 dps dual wielding is
0: better but prior to that definitely is uh how do you feel about the the epics um, and how they look like I know uh the bard epic is pretty iconic uh, on on how Notes it looks coming up of it oh I mean I, I had my girlfriend make a a picture behind me it looks awesome <laughs> have you seen the guy that sells them on etsy and stuff
2: oh yeah 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 i love i think it's one of the coolest things to
0: sell that thing's awesome i i wish the rogue epic looked a little bit cooler it's just like a, a dumb lame dagger but the warrior <laughs> epic uh with the lightsabers is really cool as well
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i love that one too the the magician epic looks pretty sweet
2: as well. My my favorite's
1: the Enchanter epic, the little
2: uh, snake, snake
1: snake staff. I really like that. Made me think of GI Joe and Cobra. <laughs> oh,
0: the uh, I mean, Place uh, might know this. Uh, the uh, Green Power Ranger with the uh, the little tiger thing that he blows, his little dagger sword thing that he, he blows yeah. on. I'm, I'm too old for that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, too old too. <laughs> oh
2: i remember watching that but man that's a long time ago yeah so let's say we have
1: we made a little list because we're um mediocre podcasters and so we had like a list of things we wanted to talk to you about
0: oh that's just prudent yeah (laughs) i mean we we can wing it that's how i got my degree in in nursing but i i I wing most
1: my uh, doctorate is mostly winged
0: so for for somebody that's going to start off on a bard. what classes are the best? And no, what races? Yeah, or yeah. I'm sorry, well, we,
1: yeah. We talked about this today. I think you said because you made your bard, and you was like, "Should I make higher for Wood Elf?" And I was like, "Well, there's human too." And then he was like, "Higher for Wood Elf." <laughs> I mean, I'm half Elf or Wood Elf. So that's fine.
2: It depends where you play. So on P ninety nine, where night vision is bad, I, I'd actually recommend against human. Right. But on live, it doesn't matter as much outside of illusion difficulty. So if you want to min-max and get all the illusions, I think some illusions are harder to get than others. I think yeah. human is arguably the hardest. That comes off of Vexthal. Yeah, Poken knows all about it. the other it, ones sure. you can do. The other ones you can do with maybe just a duo max. Right. But for Vexthal, you have to rate it. Right. So human illusion is probably the hardest to get. That's why I want that. Well, there's the gnome. That you could like
1: never get unless you're super lucky. Um, which is gonna be really interesting on Thornblade and Mischief to see if the mask of the tinkerers is gonna kind of drop uh, after the sleeper was awakened.
2: Well that would be amazing. I never thought of that. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yep, yep, yep.
1: And also just, you know, the getting the dwarf mask, it's just so rare. Getting it down there in Sleeper's Tomb, you know, it might start to be dropping in Temple of Bishan and Kale. Like, you know, it's going to be all kinds of chaos, which is just what Bristlebane intended.
2: Oh, it was it was hard to get the dwarf mask
0: because we had a bunch of them drop when we went down there on Mangler. Yeah, I don't. I think... think I think the problem is you know, uh, sleeper's tomb is cool until the warders despawn, and then sleeper's tomb is no longer cool, and it's uh all about TOV. You know. Right.
1: Yeah, I never, I never rated sleeper's tomb in Era, um, just because when I was on Povar. There was a guild that just dominated Sleeper's Tomb, and you didn't have um, agents of change or anything to get new instances of it. So they pretty much said, Don't even bother, don't even bother with it. We're going to be clearing it every time. So we just focus on Tiflis, Bishan, and Gale.
0: Did you have a rogue help you get the uh, high elf mask? That's my favorite illusion that I use on my rogue all the time.
2: Um, No, I didn't need any help, but I think in era you would because you can't pickpocket, and they. They did a patch to the NPCs you have to pickpocket. They're pretty much unkillable now, I think. Yeah. But they have a higher chance of dropping it on pickpocket. And they're tradable. The, uh, the items you need are tradable, so you can just buy yeah. it. Oh, you bought it. Mm. I bought one of them, but the other one I had to kill for it, I think.
1: We, yeah, we I talked saw. about this before the before we started. Uh, Poking, you were saying that there's one illusion that you just can't get anymore.
0: Yeah, the troll illusion It makes me sad. That's a real troll move. I request. Can't be a troll. Because that, I mean, you have every other class that you can be other than the troll, and it's kind of like, what the hell?
1: What's your, yeah. what's your go-to illusion on um, on your
2: bard and mangler? Or do you just go all natural?
1: Mm,
2: sometimes you need the extra buff slot, but I, I'm I'm a sucker for the classic dark elf. I really okay. like that one the most.
1: Yeah, Polkin was nice enough to give my halfling, gave him the bandit mask. And so you might have seen in our old, uh, or I guess on our new uh, avatar for our podcast, he's the bandito. I really like having that uh, illusion.
0: Yeah, the halfling crate has been awesome. Lots of cool things there.
1: hmm
0: Well, um, we know you've been
1: on... YouTube, you have, I think, five episodes out for your Thornblade Adventures, is that right? At the time of this podcast?
2: Yep, yep, absolutely.
1: And uh, I think you put one out approximately like once a week or so, or you just kind of do it you know, whenever you get enough content and throw one together, or do you have like a set schedule?
2: Yeah, it's just I have to have the footage. I can't do it. Like, I have no footage right now. I have to go play (laughs) to get something.
1: Yeah. So, uh, we are like level in the 40s and everything, so that's that's a fun time, I think. Uh, once you get maxed out, there's, you know, not a lot going on. You know, farming gear and stuff. But you're going to farm gear and kunars that you're going to replace in Bellius in a few weeks. So the the fun in that's kind of taken away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: I but I wanted
0: I, I wanted you to to go ahead and sell the bard class to to me. Go like, or to any any of the listeners. It might because... not be for everybody. It, you, well, yeah, you're right. Um, okay. but let's let him I, sell it. I, I, I wanna, I wanna hear a pitch. Like, I wanna hear uh, this is why you need to be a bard. And if you're not being a bard, you're crazy.
2: <laughs>
0: hmm. I, I should have made a
2: pitch before I. <laughs>
1: you ever heard like in, you're on the elevator with the CEO? Make your pitch, and like,
2: uh, yeah. You give me your pen. Exactly. You need to write, don't you? Show me this pen. <laughs> okay. <but> so... <laughs> Sell me this class. <laughs> You're running slow. You need Celos, don't you?
0: Well, Yeah, and the Celos is basically uh, oh, so nice. You don't even need to get a Celos mount at that point because uh, song of travel, They're... you get Lev and
1: Viz and Celos all in one package.
2: But I, I honestly miss playing the class on Thornblade because the melody command has really trivialized the class to a large degree over anybody can pick it up and do the vast majority of what a bard can do. But unfortunately people don't tend to experiment more beyond that because a class has just so much more. Like anytime I get into a group with a bard, now it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're like critiquing the river move. You're like, oh, you're not doing this
1: right. And do you point out to them? That
2: gives them a tip, so you just kind of sit back and let it happen. I just let it be. Yeah. But especially when I'm pulling, I'm like, you could do way better than me on a (laughs) monk. Like, what do you do? But they just don't know. That's why, in some ways, I kind of miss P99 where they don't have melody. Because if you did see a bard, they probably knew what they were doing. Right. Whereas it's so easy to pick them up because the melody command on the live servers that the the difficulty curve the the knowledge you had to learn to play them is gone
1: yeah especially at this point like on mangler um a lot of the bards that you see are just boxes and they're just uh, song bots that just sit there for mana regen and haste but i think we have how many like two or maybe three main bards and obviously the difference between that main bard and somebody that boxes the bard is, is so vast um like you said, the skill cap. That's a very high skill cap for that class.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's night and day. And I, I do appreciate the time I spent on P99 because manual twisting is something you really want to learn if you yeah. want to be the top
1: It's almost like tier. playing the guitar in a way. Like you're you're contorting your finger, playing piano, maybe something like that, where you know you're pressing these buttons and in a sequence you know, in the correct sequence, so they're overlapping properly and, and they're not fading. Um, is it something like that? I don't know if you've played musical
2: instruments or not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I play a lot of instruments. Cool. Um, so that probably gives you the mostly, talent of uh, doing that. I mostly use one of these MMO mouses with all the, the hot oh, pad, little clickies, hot key buttons on the side. Cause gotcha. it saves you carpal tunnel.
0: That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, uh, my wrist is screaming just, you know, thinking about all the ma I do and tab targeting. I couldn't imagine having to manually twist like on P99.
2: Because even on live with the melody command, I will still at times manually twist, especially for mezzing. You just can't melody a mezz. You have to manually do it. And one thing I noticed, this is one of the biggest ways you can tell who knows how they're playing the class, who knows how to play bard and who doesn't, is whenever crowd control is needed. Because there's some bards who will mezz, but then they don't realize, oh, I can do four songs at a time. So if I'm only mezzing one mob, I should be throwing playing, playing three other beneficial songs too. Yeah. But oftentimes, I just see bards only play that one song the whole time. So yeah, I've and, seen and that it's too. Got a like, lot of opportunity.
1: All their other abilities just go focus into that mesing that mob, and you're like, oh man, our DPS
0: just like way down. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, why do you think bards get such a bad rep? Uh, when their songs aggro the entire zone (laughs) and turn pulls, (laughs)
2: okay. So we have a running joke in our guild because this box bard that's a a part of one of our main tanks Uh and it it like goes off on its own on auto follow and just pulls the whole zone. (laughs) It's wiped us a couple times. It sounds like Dundre, yeah. Dundre, I was
1: gonna say we we have a meme, um, a meme bard from Mafaka who was one of our guests and he didn't put, it was just one of those song bots and he would always die. I always pull aggro and, and, uh, he would just play Corsamar, of Mar, and that's it. That's all you'd get you Wouldn't get haste or anything. You just got Corsamar. of Mar and as a warrior. I was like, dude, I need haste. I need some procs. I need storm blade. I need all this stuff.
2: Yeah. I mean, also feel bad for your bards in the poll group because, uh, I, I was a meme for a bit of always dying. I, I was always in the, the two monk pull group in our guild, mm-hmm. and my songs always ripped aggro. I was always the first one on ramp. It was just horrible, horrible.
1: Yeah, so we found in in TSS, but I think especially Frost Crypt, that the um, the mobs are too high level to fade off. Is that right? Like Fade has a, a level cap that makes it sometimes harder for Bard to pull. In raids, or do you not have a problem with that being an expert part?
2: Um, it, it depends on what rank of Fading Memories. Like the first rank only works up to 75. Okay. So mobs that are above that, it just lowers you on the Rampage table. I see. Whereas now I think it's five levels above you, so it'll probably be 80. Yeah. Anything above 80, it just wouldn't work. Where I yeah. think in the past, it used to be it didn't matter what level it was. That would
0: be they nice. need to bring that back, yeah. Yeah, that because
1: been... I think Frost Crypto, like, level 81, and they probably just made it 81 just for that reason. Like, you know, give monks a job.
2: I, I noticed it, too, with crowd control, because there's a level cap on how mezes work for enchanters and for bards, and there are some zones in each one of these expansions where the mobs are just one level beyond what you yep. can mez.
0: Yeah.
2: But same one level beyond that? what you could charm.
0: It's the same thing with SOS. Like They just throw these random mobs in there that can see through SOS for some reason. That's uh, like... super frustrating. I mean,
1: you'll be in Planes of Power up to like um, Kazakh Thule and Interok, and then some random mob in a zone in Frost Crip will see through it and be like, really? This guy sees better than a god? It just doesn't make sense.
0: What's uh, what's your biggest accomplishment uh, as a bard? Like, What's something that like sticks with you for a long time? I would say the Epic. I
2: never, the the Epic that I got on Aeonic was the first one I've ever done playing EverQuest. And to me, that was something I I wanted so bad as a kid, but it was unobtainable. I wasn't even able to do it on P99 just because of the competition. Right. So being able to finally do that, sort of like the the signature piece, like you've made it,
0: that, that was huge to me. But it's not as hard as it used to be. Absolutely not. Right. I think my my best bard memory would be uh, sitting in RSS and during Gates of Discord, uh, or I'm sorry, Omens of War, and uh, sitting at the top of RSS where um, the Queen is, and pulling that room. But that we would uh, we had a bard in our guild that was able to run all the way to the basement, grab a mob, and because the mobs didn't social he could like bring them all the way to the top. And I just thought that was like the most amazing thing ever. It's like six stories of him just running through mobs and being in viz and, you know, bringing one single pole all the way from the basement. And I, you know, I think that's a, that's a bard moment. That's going to live with me for a long time. It's just the true, like how stellar the Bard class can be and pull some crazy shit off that, um, you know, you wouldn't normally do. There's no way like a monk was doing that. Right. Oh
2: yeah. You, you can do some crazy stuff, but I honestly, some of my more fun memories has to do with crowd control. I I think it's one of my favorite parts of EverQuest is locking mobs down because it it really is a difference between life and death. Like, you, you know, who knows how to play their class
0: when you got four mobs in camp and your tank just getting annihilated. And then you mez one, you charm one, and then you know you're off tanking with the the charmed car- mob, or do you often yeah, charm? It... Or uh, it depends on the level.
2: Like you really got to know your level caps on these songs.
1: Yeah, can bards and TSS and beyond um, can they off tank at all? I don't know, they're, they're plate class, but you know they might not have some of the abilities that, of course, like a uh, tank has. But you know, do you find that? you can kind of hold them on for a while and off tank or just got to get it peeled off of you.
2: Oh man, this stuff hits so hard. Yeah. <laughs> that, I don't think anybody, but a tank could really do yeah. it.
1: Um, I was always wondering about that. Like we have a, a bard in our guild. We were in frost crypt and he was pulling fast and my was just running out of endurance and it all kind of collapsed a little, you know, started to collapse and I was like, well, slow down, slow down. Slow down. I think you talk about that in your latest and, uh, one of your latest videos, talk about pacing and getting a feel for the group and getting an idea of like how much they can handle, how what percentage you need to walk away and pull the next mob, and all that stuff. It's one of those things that makes from a you know a good bard to a great bard, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. It's you have to pay attention to what's going on, that's that's what I love about that class. You always have to be knowing what's going on with your group, paying attention to I need to mez this mob next, I need to mez this one. It's It's really you have to know what's going on. You know all the angles. Now, now, do you like that when
1: playing, like the kind of the challenge, having to spread a little thin? Because uh, there's some people that just like to push a button. Maybe some druids out there just like to hit immolate, and that's all. Uh, but you know, you you know, for me, like I like the I like a little bit of a challenge, but I also don't want to be panicked every
2: time I play. Um, it gives a chance to show off. I guess you could say cool, cool, cool. it's it's kind of fun to make a reputation for yourself on a server of like, okay, this dude knows how to show up and play. Right. So when you see him on look for group, boom, incident bite. Yeah. Yeah. And I noticed too, being able, it was really easy on Mangler to form groups when I was leveling up because nobody wanted to pull and it was very hard to find crowd controllers. So if you got those two roles taken care of, it was a lot easier to find everybody else to get their jobs done. Right, right. If you could do those two, your group was safe. Every group I was in, it was just a cakewalk because I could pull singles all day long. And even if it went bad, I could handle it.
0: That's nice. So I want to give you an opportunity to go ahead and uh, and plug your channel. Go ahead yep. and 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 you know get the the content out there. I think. Uh, you know, we got a, a hefty little amount of listeners that uh, would be interested in in watching some of your YouTube videos. So, oh yeah, I I run the I Am Blaze Gaming channel, and I
2: got a lot of stuff on playing Bard. I think what people would be interested in right now. So I have a guide on doing the Bard Epic, Necromancer Epic, and Ranger Epic, full on it. And then I also have a guides on getting all the keys done too for later expansions like in lucklin or in planes of power how you get Very to the cool. rate content yeah so, so yeah, um, you
1: can find him on youtube i am blaze gaming um be sure and subscribe to him so you get all the latest videos that he puts out there and uh yeah i know you commented i made the comment about my name druish do you know where that's from no 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 from Spaceballs. i don't know if you've ever seen space
2: Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that movie, yeah.
1: Yeah, Druish, yeah. But, uh, yeah, be sure and give them a follow on uh, our subscribe to them. Is there any uh, – you have any social medias
2: or anything like that? Nope, that's just it. All right, that's good enough.
1: We're, we we kind of – I put some of our podcasts on YouTube, but I have zero production value, and it's just a picture of our faces. So <laughs> I was like, oh, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of work doing the YouTube. You know, you have to uh, edit all of it and put in all the um, – transitions and everything and upload it to youtube and we'll, we'll get there eventually
0: yeah we'll definitely uh, uh put a link uh of your youtube channel in our description for the podcast for sure uh, um i definitely want to thank you for coming out and and talking bard with us because like i said earlier in the podcast Yarnex and i have no idea so we knew we uh, liked
1: bards we really like what they did we just didn't know how they did any of it
0: uh, it makes me want to do better. makes me want to do better with two and, and Yeah, you're level three bard. I got, I, got some, I got something to, to, to kind of aspire, aspire to, to. right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, good luck with that.
1: You, got, you, you set the bar pretty high. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, thank you so uh, much for coming on. Yeah, I am Blaze. We're going to uh, go ahead and uh, shoot an outro here, a little bit of dead air, and then uh, we'll let you know when that's all over with. I uh, appreciate you being on again. Uh, I can't thank you enough. All right. Go thanks, Kevin. And... After music incoming. Play it.